This show is sponsored by Infinite Zeal Syndicate. You can follow him on Twitter at underscore Infinite Zeal. He is a great liberty-minded fella that just wants to share the message of liberty and also has fantastic merch like this hat I'm wearing right now. You see me wear it on every show. Um, he's a great gentleman, and I uh, highly suggest you give him a follow because he's one of the good ones, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Buds and Reality Show. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say, and I'm here with one of my very favorites, my brother in liberty, Mr. Noah Oland, a.k.a. the Cajun Libertarian. How you doing, sir? Doing good, my friend. How are you? Good to be back on. Thanks for having me. Man, it, it's always great to have you. You are a part of my libertarian trifecta, so I always Amen. enjoy having you around. You know, you're one of the reasons why I have a voice instead of keeping quiet about my political feelings. So I appreciate you. Man. It's uh, it's always great to have you. But how how's life? How you been, man? Doing good. You know, just uh, trying to weather the the economic storm like everybody else, and saving what we can, stocking what we can. But you know, overall. I'm blessed. You know, God is good all the time and just, uh, just trying to make the best of things while we while we still can. That's right. And you speak of the economic storm. Whatever do you mean about that, sir? <laughs> Man, I, I think people I think the normal average person sees it, you know, on their grocery bill. They see it on their light bill. But, um, you know, probably the most maddening part about it is they just keep spitting in our faces and trying to tell us everything is hunky dory. But there's a lot of people that aren't paying attention the way we do. And I really don't think that they know what's coming. It's it's very it's on very very shaky ground. And if you listen to all the economists we were talking beforehand, like Carol Roth and, and these people that are actually paying attention, there's something coming. It's not good. It's definitely going to get way worse before it gets better. So if I would suggest anything, I would suggest uh, getting water, getting food, and uh, just prepare. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Right. Amen. Amen. And you speak of Carol Roth. And she's somebody I revere uh, immensely. Same. She was just recently on my show. Um, she knows her stuff. And people oh, yeah. pay attention to what she's talking about, honestly, because, you know, not she's not just an author. She is an economist. She understands yep. what's going on. She follows things. And she's very wise and hip to the things that are happening around us. Without a doubt, she's so caught up and she's so educated. She's on another level. I texted her one time right after she got off the Glenn Beck show. And I said, I'm going to need a freaking Rosetta Stone to translate you while you're on there. So <laughs> next time you come back on, she's been on my show a couple of times now. I said, next time you come back on, I'm going to need you to, to teach it to me like a five. You know, explain it to me like I'm somebody that just took the vaccine for a donut. <laughs> and she will do that. That's the best yep. part. Like she will do that. Yep. She is a great mind when it comes to that stuff. I, I I recommend anybody pay attention to what Carol Roth is talking about and buy her book. You own nothing like that's, yep. that's her newest book. I just bought her book. It's not here yet. Um, The, the war on small business. I really want to cut into yep. that. Um, But you know, when I was, you know, thinking about having you back on or whatever. And, and recently I'm like, man, what are we going to talk about? Because right. <laughs> I, I cover a lot of traction on this show, as do you. But there's yeah. one thing that you and I absolutely hate and can agree on that's kind of what radicalized us is the COVID. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. They're really trying to run this back. Like, uh, and I, Thankfully, I was telling my wife this the other day. I'm like, you know, 
with all the pushback right out of the gate, they might not even be able to try and pull it off. So I say, let's don't even wait for it to come down. Stand up right now. Hashtag do not comply. There's absolutely no way we're going through this again. This is going to be reflective of what I've seen happening. And, and a lot of libertarians get poo-pooed for this, but there is a natural national divorce that's happening in this country right now where red states are getting redder, blue states are getting bluer. Some counties within red states are getting more gold. That's where we fit in. You know, and, and it's just not going to work on a federal level again. I really don't think so. But um, if, you, if you disagree, let me know, because, man, I didn't think it was going to work the first time and it worked. And so um, hopefully I'm wrong about this. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to disagree and it's hard to agree at the same time because right? they <laughs> well, because they are running this back. And it's That's crazy. It's. Oh my God, it's insanity. So here, here's the situation we're in right now. There are colleges, many of them, along with film companies out of California, surprise, surprise, <laughs> that are requiring mask mandates again. It's incredible. It's now, incredible. It's 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 not only incredible, but it's damning. Like uh, Why are we going to try to do this again when we did this for almost three years? It didn't work. Everything that they said, like, if you take the shot, you won't get COVID. And if you comply, you won't, you, you will get this or that or the other. None of it was true. None, none of, it, of it, not a single ounce of it was true. The only thing that was true was people were dying from COVID. Okay. But the numbers were skewed. I'm not going to ever like, uh, disregard that it was a dangerous virus to some, let it be to some per se. But yes. as a vast majority, I mean, the, the survival rate was over 99%. Yep. Groups then, you the just, then you get the COVID cold to sell you with that. Even though 0.01%, that's still awful. I'm like, no, no. It's a, I don't care what it is. You don't shut it down. And if it was really as dangerous as you're trying to freaking sell it to us, we would have all just voluntarily done everything required to keep our community safe. But no, you didn't. You told us the 15 days to flatten the curve. That lasted two years. You told us take the jab and you won't get sick. That was a lie. You told us if you take the jab, you won't, you won't die. That was a lie. Take the jab. You won't transmit it. That was a lie. Everything they did was a lie. And with every FOIA request that comes out, with every judiciary, uh, Judicial investigation that comes out, especially hats off to Dr. Rand Paul. Uh, we all know that these were all lies. And yet here we are falling for it again. And I say we loosely. It's just incredible to watch in real time. It really does show you like 1984 was pathetic. Right? They are using that in like um, Soylent Green and, and all of these books, uh, Brave New World. They're using it as a DIY project instead of a warning. It's incredible. And it's working, or at least it's working for a few people. You can get on Twitter right now. And Sean, I know you've seen it. Uh, there's people literally talking about, okay, yeah, we need to go ahead and bring back masks. It's like, uh, you know, you shove that face diaper right up your rectum. I'm not having it. Well, and that's the thing. Like the face diapers are becoming more prevalent. So I don't know what the news is like in the rest of the United States. What I do know, because I don't watch the world news. I won't watch it. Right. I refuse. There's no Fox for me. There's no CNN for me. There's no MS. Right. There's none of that shit. Same I'm, here. I'm not doing it. 
What I do watch, though, is the local news because I am a trades guy, a contractor who needs to understand right. the traffic and the weather. So I do watch that. And the one thing that the local news is doing here in Detroit is fear mongering, saying we have this B52 QRST WXYZ124 <laughs> variant that is in Canada and has made its way here into Detroit. And that we need to pay attention to this stuff. What is it like down there in your climate when it comes to COVID? Absolutely nothing. Doesn't exist. Hasn't for years. Now, the, uh, there's still people that wear masks and they never stopped wearing masks. And it's odd. I've been meaning to tweet about this. It's so weird because 99% of the people that don't wear masks here, or, or I'm mean, sorry, 99% of the people here don't wear masks and haven't for years. But the 99% of the 1% that do are almost all black. And it blows me away. There's there, We don't have any of this on the news anymore. Uh, the, the, it just doesn't exist. There's nobody requiring masks anymore. Yet still, most of these people, there's still, not most of these people, but a lot of these people around here, they're still wearing masks. And I'm way down here in the deep south. I'm in middle Mississippi. So it's wild. If they... Uh, and I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, that's just because certain demographics watch, uh, watch certain types of news. I'm just not buying that. I'm not believing that that's the entirety of why some people are still wearing masks. It makes no sense. What, the only thing to me that makes sense is that the last time that any of these people still wearing masks tuned in, it was still a thing that they were pushing and they just haven't heard the truth. That has to be the only explanation to me. I just, I, I don't get it whatsoever. I can guarantee you in states like Florida, Mississippi, Texas, Tennessee, uh, all these deep red states, none of the COVID tyranny is coming back. There's no way. At least yet anyways. But, you know, when you, when you say that it was, it was black people that was mostly wearing yeah, wow. Um, They were one of the people that were most uh, susceptible to getting the COVID, which was very bizarre. Like, I don't know if people remember this, but you know, when, when COVID was killing all these people, it was always black people, poor people, or, you know, pe pretty much anybody who could be living off the system. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like there's plenty of white people living off the system too. I know oh, yeah. to be quite honest, I don't want to make it sound like a bad, this is no, you're good. There's technically more white people that are, live off the system than anybody else. But like at at the end of the day, like black people were were one of the most uh, susceptible of of getting this COVID and dying. It, it was just a thing, and and I remember that from 2020 that 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 they were more you know prone to getting it and whatnot. And and and, and I don't know the rhyme or reason to it. I really don't. I don't have the answers for that. But what when you I, look at the overall, if you look at the overall raw facts, the number one and number two demographics for death with COVID is um, number one is the elderly. The average age of death was 81, yes. right? And then the second leading cause was very, 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 very fat people, obesity. Right. And 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 that totally makes sense too, because COVID is yeah. one of those things that attack the respiratory system. Well, old people's respiratory systems aren't that great. And obviously fat people's respiratory systems aren't that great. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Look, I'm oh. chubby. So, you know, it's one of those things. Well, it's um, it, it, just in medicine in general, obesity 
makes everything worse. It makes everything worse. It makes heart disease worse. It makes pancreatitis worse. It makes uh, diverticulitis worse. It makes cancerous agents worse. It, literally everything is worse when you're obese. Absolutely. And that's a fact, Jack. I mean, you anybody can look this up on any, you could look it up on Google. You could look it up on DuckDuckGo, whatever. Obesity is a problem. And when it's it comes problem. to stuff like this, it becomes a bigger problem. But let me ask you this. And, and I know your answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> is this something that they're throwing out there just because we're in election season? <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. They're, they're, yeah. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, uh, Noel, it's not election season. But do you not remember how this worked last time? Like people's memories are so short. They start the process and then they get the snowball rolling downhill. And by the time we get there, this thing will be full blown if they can get away with it. If they are not, then they're going to try the climate change lockdown. I'm not sure they're going to be able to get away with that either. This is the thing about the area. They always reveal their hands too fast. And it's just an absolute tool of Satan is arrogant. And they, they rolled this stuff out way too fast last time. And like they just don't understand the Internet exists. You know, it's just it's incredible. And so my I really do believe I have a strong feeling going back to what I said before is that we're going to be able to squash this before it gets before it even gets started. But they're going to try something. I mean, look, they've tried everything under the sun over the last three years to to just exert more and more and more and more and more power. That's why I highly suggest people doesn't matter what side of the aisle you fall on libertarian, uh, conservative, progressive, liberal, doesn't matter. Stay peaceful because look what they did with January 6th. They politicized that thing to no end off the back of a small amount of violence. And look how much mileage they got out of it. Look how much power they're trying to rain down over that stupid riot. Stay peaceful. Stay sharp. Because, man, this is going to get way worse before it gets better. And I don't know. And I'll give you my prediction on this as well. I don't really think it matters if Biden or Trump wins. And let's be honest, that's who the that's who the two, the two is going to be. Unless Absolutely. Biden drops out for, for health reasons. It's obviously Trump and Biden. There's going to be chaos. If Trump wins, oh, my gosh, there will be chaos. If Biden wins and it looks even the slightest bit shady, oh, there's going to be chaos. So just buckle up and get prepared because it's about to get wild. I mean, it already is wild to a sense because – People are buying into this nonsense right now. It's amazing. In real time. It is nonsense. And 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 everything's <laughs> out in the open. It, it's one of those things where like everything is out in the open and you can grab it yep. and you can feel it and you can touch it and you can see it, right? All the yep. tangibles that you need. And people are still <laughs> buying the propaganda. Now, the the thing is about with with what's happening with Trump is. You know, they're obviously after him for political reasons. And, oh, and let, yeah. And let me say this. I'm no Trumper by all means. I can't say that no. I'm a Trumper because I voted for him in 2016. I did. <laughs> I, I will admit that wholeheartedly. Unfortunately, I, I I I regretted it as soon as it went down. I did. You know, I uh. But but I, I wasn't on board with Gary Johnson, and that's just the way it was. And and at the end of the day, I don't need to explain myself. I learned my lesson. No. Okay? But the fact of the matter is, is that people are buying into the propaganda that comes with this. And 
when, you know, Trump says, hey, this is a witch hunt. Well, I believe it. Because if it wasn't a witch hunt, they would have gone after everyone, not just him. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. very it's very easy to figure out. Like, okay, it wouldn't just be Trump. We would go after we would go after Biden. We would go after anybody in Congress. We would go after anybody in the Senate who approved these things that um, you know, dismantled this country per se. But they're not doing it. It's it's one person that is solely responsible for everything that is bad. And not to say what he did or didn't do wasn't wrong. He did a lot of shit that was wrong. But if they really wanted to hammer down on Trump, it would be war crimes. Yeah, war crimes and COVID tyranny, without yes. a doubt. But they're not going to. It's amazing to me. If you look at the track record of whenever uh, Trump says this is a witch hunt, he's perfect on that. Like yes. it's been a witch hunt every single time. Now, if you paid attention, and this case has gone under the radar, the only one that Trump didn't call the witch hunt, he actually pleaded the fifth on. And it was over uh, business financial dealings in New York City. I forget her name, the district attorney there. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. He pleaded the fifth on that one. That's the one he didn't say was a witch hunt. And it's not a criminal proceeding. It's a uh, civil case. So it has no bearing on uh, whether he's going to go to jail or not. But I think he's going to wind up having to pay charges or pay uh, fines for that one because that one was real. But everything else that he said was a witch hunt was absolutely a witch hunt. And yeah, like you said, if they really wanted to go after these people, they could go after every single one of them. And like, I, I can't remember, what, I think I was telling uh, Joel, Infinite Zeal, nice hat, by the way, wearing his hat right now, um, on the show yesterday. Like, you're telling me Donald Trump, a billionaire, New York City, lifelong real estate mogul, Democrat, Hollywood superstar, the most famous person on the planet. You have investigated this guy seven ways to Sunday. And the best thing you could come up with was paying a porn star uh, some pieces of paper and uh, January 6th, right? Come on. if This guy is not that squeaky clean. There's no way. So they're obviously in this political witch hunt. And if they wanted to, they could drop it. If they really wanted to find something on this guy, there's you'll never convince me in a thousand lifetimes they couldn't actually find some real criminal evidence of him doing shady business dealings. Not possible. Absolutely. And here's the catch. So I paint houses for a living and I come across, you know, I, I have a business that, you know, that's, that's what I do. I paint houses. I work for myself. And that being said, I have clients from all walks of life, no matter what it may be, they, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're attorneys, they're, they're whatever it may be. They're aerospace engineers. I just got done working for an aerospace engineer for crying out loud. Okay. Uh, that's but, awesome. One of my clients is a defense attorney who happens to be very politically motivated. Um, and he's very well respected in the Metro Detroit area. I'm not going to drop his name just for, you know, whatever. Right, right. But he's very respected in this, you know, in the Metro Detroit area as a defense attorney, big time. Okay. Um, we talked about Trump and what what's going on with there, with that, I should say. Um what he says is, and this is coming from a very well-respected attorney attorney out of Metro Detroit, is that they do have something on Trump, but it's misdemeanor bullshit. Yeah. They're never going to prosecute him for things that they have, you know, said that he's done or didn't do or whatever it may be. They have no yeah. this is the a 800 million felonies. 
Yeah, this is a political ploy to divide the masses. Okay. Without a doubt. And and so, you know, if they dig hard enough, of course they're going to find something. You could dig hard enough on somebody like you or somebody like me or anybody right else out there in the world. If you dig hard enough, you're going to find some fucking dirt. Yep. They don't have enough dirt on him to do what they're trying to do. And they know that. They know it for a fact. But because of the media that backs them, they can do and say whatever they're going to do to get the masses to back whatever they're saying that he did. This is coming from a very well-respected lawyer, you know, hmm. out of the yeah. I, I'd, I'd have to totally agree with that. And it's kind of, I, I think there's multiple motivating factors for them right now. Uh, I think the one most obvious glaring one, uh, which is the same mistake that they made in 2016, was that they want him to be the nominee is because they think he's easier to beat. But also, if you look at the scheduled out of the court proceedings over 2024, I mean, that's basically going to eat up his whole time. So he won't be able to campaign. And let's be real. If you hate the dude, love the dude, doesn't really, or somewhere in between, it doesn't really matter. The guy has extraordinary mass appeal. He's absolutely entertaining, excellent on camera. And he draws thousands of people to these rallies. He just does. And if he's lit up with these court proceedings all of 2024 then what's he not going to be able to do hold these absolutely massive rallies that he does and just gets people charged up and motivated so it's going to be interesting to watch he's obviously going to be able to do mass uh these uh massive rallies in between but then the other part is like maybe they really are going to try to put this guy in jail and i think uh, i i put that question out there the other day i don't know if you saw it on twitter but Let's be honest, with the, the, the inevitable collapse of Western society and America driving off a cliff at a record speed, wouldn't the most entertaining outcome be Donald John Trump winning the presidency from a prison cell? That would be just extraordinary. I mean, don't get me wrong, it'd probably be the, the final nail on the coffin. But uh, it would be hilarious to watch. And, and there's a, a big part of me, and if you saw Scott Horton said the same thing, too. There's a very big – he said he might even vote for Trump. I'm not, but he said he's probably going to go ahead and vote for Trump, and he can't stand the guy just to watch the left's absolute heads explode. And look, I I would enjoy every second of it, even while we're you – know, I'm the band on the Titanic playing while the ship's going down. Right, right, but right. it would be glorious to watch. Well, that's the catch, though, is like the Democrats know not what they do. They're going to be the reason he gets reelected. Honestly, oh yeah, they will oh, be yeah. handedly the reason that Donald Trump gets reelected as president because they won't stop pushing their narrative when they know that their narrative yep. is wrong. Have you seen all the tweets and the videos and everything coming out after his mugshot? Glorious mugshot, by the way. I got to tip my hat to him on right. that one. It was a great job. <laughs> I was really kind of hoping he was going to do the classic. When Trump takes a picture with somebody, and does the you know big smile with the thumbs up. I really was hoping for that, but uh, he went with, "Yeah, I'm coming after you now." And it is a glorious mugshot. But if you haven't seen, uh, I've been on TikTok all morning, and it's video after video after video of people being like, "Man, ever since dude got his mugshot, uh, I'm on his team now." And I'm just like, "Wow, you guys just you can't help but shoot yourselves in the foot when it comes to these guys. Like you said, everything that pushes a lie, everybody's catching on. There's mass amounts of 
uh, certain communities that have never voted for Trump. Lots of them probably hated the guy, but they watched this literally necrotizing corpse that's currently occupying the Oval Office in just an absolute most embarrassing time to be Amer uh, an American without a doubt, hands down. And they're like, yeah, I just can't, I can't rock with this. I can't go with the, just because it's Trump. Oh, it is, uh, I'm seeing it. They're going to get him elected again. I truly, I do believe that. I do believe he's going to be the next president. And and the craziest part is, is like we have over 330 million people here in the United States of America. We have a lot of people and you take away kids, you know, the young generation, let's say there's, 250 million Americans that can vote, right? Roughly, right. roughly, you know, we'll just, we'll just throw a number out there. This isn't, you know, don't fact check me. I don't know, but we're just, throwing, <laughs> we're throwing a hypothetical situation out there. We'll say 250 million Americans are, you know, eligible to vote. And they're being spoon fed this, that, or the other from both sides. But anybody who knows the truth is going to find it, okay? Now, that being said, you know, are people leaning towards running away from this? Are they running towards being a part of it? I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, a friend of mine and, and a, a work uh, acquaintance as well. He runs the chemical store that we buy all our product from. So I've talked to him all the time. And uh, we're in the same fantasy football league as well. And he said here lately, he's actually been ostracizing and he's pretty staunch conservative. He would probably be what somebody would most consider like a conservative. Um, uh, he's going to vote Republican. He's going to vote conservative, but has some, you know, pretty, pretty bold libertarian takes as well. And um, he said, he's ostracizing. He said, I'm just getting to the point to where I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and, and not care. And I was like, Hey man, look, I totally get that. But if you're watching the federal government and look, you and I do every day, this is what we do. Like we live in politics. So I completely understand how apathetic and even mad you can become over this situation and make you just throw your hands up and say, there's no hope. I'm completely black pilled. So I'm just going to ride this out until the end and just forget about it. Hey, your local community is where you win. Local politics yes. is where you're going to gather all the wins. State and local governments can nullify what's happening in D.C. So we need to make local politics sexy again because that's where we win. And and that's a fact. And the and and one of the fact of the matters is that people don't realize that. And we have to push this more and more because your local government it can protect you from. The federal government, it, it, it's it's written in the Constitution. And however you feel like, you know, whether you feel like this side or the other about the Constitution, I have my own feelings about that because I'm a spooner. Right. Guy. But right. like at the end of the day, you know, if it's written in the Constitution and you could be protected by it, why not go with your local people, get the right people elected into office and and, and nullify the bullshit that the Fed is or the federal government is trying to push upon us, whether it be gun control, climate control, you know, mass control, any control whatsoever, you can get out of this. There is a way out of this, and it's through your local communities. 100%. It's going to be. And I can tell, I've been saying this for know, probably about six, six months, six, eight months now. Your three most important offices to elect are going to be 
in this order, uh, number one is going to be your sheriff. Number two is going to be your your state attorney general. And number three is going to be your school board. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Those are the three most important people. And those are the people who can make real change in yep. your community at this very moment. Those are the people who will say, hey, we're going to leave peaceful people alone. We are going to not bother you if you are living within the don't hurt people and don't take your stuff and leave private property alone. We're not going to bother you. We are going to Amen. live peacefully as a community, which is one thing that we need to bring back as a sense of community, because that's gone. Absolutely. And, and that's part of the problem, too, is the sense of community is gone. It's either me, 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 or whatever those asshats in D.C. are telling us what to do. And that is a mindset that we have to leave immediately. Yeah, 100 percent. I think um, I think with the you know mass ex, uh, expansion of, you know, like subdivisions and corporatism as a whole in america has separated people like uh, how many neighborhoods you think you could walk into and well let's just say an arbitrary number listen 80 percent of the people within these hoa subdivisions they don't even know their neighbors like right. this wasn't a thing 20 30 years ago oh. everybody knew your neighbors now i think a lot of it has to do with the internet because people would rather just sit inside and, and be on uh tiktok instagram twitter or whatnot and I get that because I'm on there all the time as well. But yeah, nobody knows their neighbors anymore. And that's a real problem because we've lost that sense of community. And it, it it really does. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's really a, a case of narcissism. It's everything is about me and me, me, me all the time. And that's by design, by the way. That is absolutely 100% a psyop. Uh, it's designed to, to push division and the divide and conquer agenda. And it's, man, it's worked like crazy. I mean, you can just look at this scenario that we're looking, talking about right now with the Democrats, uh, basically adopting the Stalinist phrase of show me the man and I'll find you the crime. And it doesn't matter how awful it is or how horrible it can be for the country and even themselves. Right now, we're staring exactly at this. The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter at all costs. We must get this done. And it doesn't matter who it hurts. And it's frightening, to be honest with you, because if once we travel down that hole, man, this will only get worse and worse and worse. Well, my one question is to everyone is that, you know, if they can arrest Donald Trump for calling election interference. Doesn't that seem sketchy that there was interference? Because at the end of the day, He's calling it. They're trying to deny it. But rather than trying to put facts out there that say that didn't happen, they just arrest him. Yeah. And shifted the narrative completely. You see, for weeks there, they tried to get away with because one of the charges. I think it's in the documents case that they have to show intent. Right. That is it's like a legal theory that's proven precedent. And they have to show that. And I think with the Rico cases as well. I think that's the more prominent one, the case that he just got arrested for in Fulton County, Georgia. You have to show intent, meaning that Trump actually thought or Trump actually knew he had lost the election and he was just lying the whole time trying to get people to do this stuff for him. Like you're never going to 
Come on, man. Everybody knows that dude believes with every fiber of his being he won that election. Of course he thinks that. That's the most arrogant dude I've ever seen in my life. You think this guy really ran around for a year or however long it was believing he lost the election? Come on. Right. It's it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. They they will literally throw it. It it goes beyond the proverbial phrase of throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. And it's just so it's so intellectually demeaning that they would try to sell such nonsense to me. Somebody who's never voted for Trump and most likely never will. And you're not going to sell me this garbage. You're like you. You think I'm that stupid? You really think I'm stupid enough to believe that Trump knew he lost the election and was running around doing all this stuff anyway? Man, you, this is incredible. It's incredible. What a time to be alive, though. It, it's an interesting time to be alive. And it's also scary at the same time because Very scary. we're in the midst of a, a totalitarian dictatorship and, and people don't even realize it. They're actually clapping wow. and, appall- and applauding it. And it's not just Democrats. It's Republicans as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. And then just the fact that um, like I cannot believe this wasn't one of the biggest stories of in American history. When Joe Biden himself said, and again, another Stalin quote, uh, I'm going to I'm probably not going to get this one right, but you know the quote I'm talking about. And Biden literally said out loud, it's like it's not who gathers the votes or something like that. It's who counts them. That's literally a quote from Stalin. And Joe Biden said that this is amazing. And again, we're going all the way back to these people don't care. And it does not matter. As long as they get the end result that they're looking for, they will violate every constitutional amendment. They will crush everybody. They will do all kinds of illegal stuff just to get the win. And that really is the dividing line between the communists and the conservatives. The conservatives are like, oh, we'll just play nice and blah, blah, blah. And the communist is like, I'm willing to live my entire life and die if I only move the needle slightly in the fav- into the favor of communism. And if they don't wake up to this, because at the end of the day, it is everyone versus the progressive communists. That's it. And if we don't understand this immediately, we're never going to get it. We're going to lose. We're going to continue to lose. And I'm not talking about we as conservatives. I mean, we as a people, we as we as the people that say, you know, we want to leave you alone as long as you don't hurt anybody or take your stuff. Uh, we, you know, we want small government, everything, all this stuff that traditionally would have been classically liberal slash libertarian is now all of a sudden in the conservative camp. We're all getting lumped in together as right-wingers now yeah. because that really is the battle. It is everyone versus the progressive communists. And and I, I just don't think people are waking up to that fact fast enough. It is getting so scary. And they've done so much damage already that it's, it's going to take time to recover and this uh, this microwave society is going to have to wake up. Well, you know, and, and that being said, I'm going to say something that will probably ruffle some feathers and possibly even piss people off. And I don't care. But at the end of the day, the United States government hates us. They hate you. They hate me. They hate the people listening to this show. They hate Americans. 100%. America lasts every time. And their actions prove that. On so many fronts, look at how they debase the dollar. Look at what they do with the look at what they do by sending other people's children to die in wars that have nothing to do with us. Nothing. 
They're sending people to Ukraine to go fucking die and sending them billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. Look what they, yeah. Look what they didn't do for Maui. In the same day, in the same day, they sent another hundreds of millions, or it might have been a B, to Ukraine, and they sent pennies to Maui. Now, let me ask you something. If we're going to be subjected to this rule that we call taxes, and these taxes are supposed to do what? Help Americans. Mm -hmm. You're America last. You forced me to pay into this tax system. But then you tell me I don't get a say in where that money goes. It sounds like taxation without representation to me because I don't want my money going to Ukraine. If you're going to steal my money before I get a chance to even see it, then yes, send it to freaking Maui. This is unbelievable. And they're laughing about it. They're spitting in your face and they're laughing at you. They want you to be pissed off. They don't care about how you feel. They're pissing in your face and they're calling it rain. It's incredible. The and now they're sending fighter jets over there. Yes. Yes. And on top. Okay. So the magic number is $200 million. They, they flew $200 million of cash and weapons to fucking Ukraine while Maui was burning and they offered $700 checks. It's no different than the COVID tyranny in 2020 when nope. we got $600 checks. And they sent seven hundred million to Sudan for fucking gender studies on top of yep. whatever else they're fucking doing. That's just a hundred million dollars to Sri Lanka for a boat. Yes, these it's amazing. These people hate America. It is America last. You hit the nail on the head. They extort, steal, rob copious amounts of money from us to help people in other countries and or their friends in the military industrial complex or the oil fields or the corporations wherever the fuck they're sending this money to it's not for america it is america last these people hate you it's incredible to watch in real time too look at all these absolute smooth brain morons with the ukraine ukraine flag in their bio let me explain something to you if you're agreeing with lindsey graham and mitch mcconnell you're freaking wrong this should be obvious. When you look at Congress and the vast majority of them agree that we should be sending hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, you haven't given one reason why. That should set off every red flag. It's incredible. It's obviously corrupt. It's obviously the military-industrial complex continuing, continuing to do their thing off the backs of dead bodies so that they could line their pockets with money while they eradicate the poor. And that's what they do. And it doesn't stop. It will never stop. And there's only one way. We have a way out of this. We do have a way out of this. But we have to wake people up to this. And, yep. and I don't even want to say it's just, you know, electing libertarians. It's literally rejecting the idea of the uniparty, the Republicrats, the Republicans and yep. Democrats, whatever you want to call them. It's completely rejecting what they want to do. And it's not a thing where like, you know, the Republicans are going to save us from this side or the other, or the Democrats are going to save this side or the other. If, if, if you understand how money is spent, that money has to go through Congress. Congress is led by Republicans who just sent $200 million to fucking Ukraine yep. while 
while Hawaii got $700 checks. This is the second time this has happened in X amount of years. Actually, no, it's not just the second time, but this is a more obvious time that they don't care about us because they did it in 2020 with the $600 checks when they sent millions and trillions of dollars overseas and they're doing it right now. It's bullshit. Yeah, that's why I tweeted that out the other day about whether it be space lasers, uh, organic, or otherwise, the end result of this Maui fire is going to be the same thing. It's going to be a mass transfer of wealth from the lower middle class to the upper 1%. I just, I, it's so mad. Like, did you not pay attention for the last three years? Clearly they didn't. And if they can get these robots to just say and do any talking point that they want, it's, it is maddening. It's crazy, man. And then, and then that being said, like, like let's let's segue into something different because we're talking about the the rich people getting richer and the in the transfer of wealth. Let's get into Oliver Anthony because that oh, yeah. man had written a song about the Richmond North of Richmond, and that's who he's speaking of, is these people, yep. and now the 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 media is demonizing him. For writing gorgeous music. The guy is writing gorgeous music, factual music saying these people don't care about you. We need to rely on each other rather than them. This is the message that he's push, putting out in his music. And instead they tell him that they're telling the masses that he's a Q-tard or that he is, is uh, you know, a right-wing extremist. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute here. I got to take this hat off just because it's so good <laughs> you know, in this hat. But like, He's literally talking to the American people on a personal level, and they're telling us that he's an extremist or that he's That's wrong. Wild. And it's the most bizarre thing in the world because not only Richmond, North of Richmond, like that is a very libertarian song, but then, and I don't know if I have the right uh, name for this song, but I want to go home. And it's an anti-war song that has also gone viral. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, there's a lot of chatter Man, about it's it. It's totally amazing. It is totally amazing. And I'm proud of that guy. I am proud of him too, because you know, let let's let's put it out there. You know, there's musicians who mostly back the the leftist agenda. It that's that's no secret. You know, most and, and Holly Weird at the same time, too. Yeah. And then there's country music mu musicians who cater to the right wing people like, uh, you know, Jason Aldean, try that in a small yeah. town or, yeah. and, and even Aaron Lewis with, am I the only one, which I love that song that actually brought tears to my eyes. The first time I ever heard that. Am I the only I one? I haven't heard that song. Oh dude. Am I the only one by Aaron Lewis? Yeah, I'm, about to, I'm about to uh, stick it in here real quick. So I don't forget to listen to it. Yeah. But, but, and honestly, you know, music is a big part of my life. I'm a big music nerd. Okay. Um, Oliver Anthony's song actually not only brought me to tears, but pretty much brought me to my knees. It's because, brought me to tears a couple of times. Because he gets it. There's only so many people who get it. Okay. And this is somebody who made a song for the american people it wasn't for you know the right wingers it wasn't for the left wingers he is talking to the american people 
And the only reason they demonized him was for one reason. And it was for one line in that song. And that was where, you know, I wish that politicians would look out for miners and <laughs> miners on an island somewhere. That is the only reason they went after him. But I think the I think the overarching reason you already said, and 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 the answer to it for me is because this isn't somebody. This isn't a song for the right. This isn't a song for the left. This is just a grassroots protest anthem that was written and performed with authenticity, and they can't stand that. It just, oh. It's just like. It, it, all Oliver Anthony's song is is the musical equivalent to the song to the movie Sound of Freedom. You see what they tried to do with Sound of Freedom? It's the same thing. It's just like, hey, human trafficking, bad. We should all be able to get behind that. Nope, can't right? do that. Got to call it a Utah conspiracy theory. Got to do the same thing with Oliver Anthony. And people are begging for authenticity. Everything in our culture, especially entertainment, is so fake. It's so fake and not genuine. And you get this once in a generation song come through that's written just absolutely authentic, authentically and performed with passion and genuineness. And it, they cannot stand it. They got their fangs out and just dripping at the mouth to discredit it because they can't do anything else. They have to try to discredit it. I mean, I, I won't be surprised if we start seeing hit piece after hit piece on his actual character. They're going to try to dig up the dude's past. They're going to find every Facebook post. They're on it right now. Guarantee you. They're on every single Facebook post, every single Twitter post, every single Instagram post, trying to find the one thing that they can cancel him for because the song reached way across the aisle. It reached leftists, it reached principled leftists, and it reached principled conservative, conservatives and everybody else in the middle. Well, the funny thing about it is, you know, when, when they're trying to demonize this man because of what he said about the island, right? Epstein Island. Yeah. Dudes and dudettes, this dude is singing something that like reaches the masses because it's not just people from the right wing or libertarians who believe that this island happened. Exactly. There, I know Democrats who believe this island happened. Now, do we, you know, do we have a little discrepancies on who was there, who was not there? Right, right. Fuckers, they were all there. They were yep. all there. That's why they don't want that client list released. Yeah, that's what I was just about to Period. say. Where's the list, Jimmy Kimmel? Period. They do not want it released because there was Epstein Island happened bipartisan. Period. Yep. They were all there yep. and they don't want that and they will shun it as much as possible. You know, but the song was absolutely brilliant. It was absolutely gorgeous. He did a great yeah. job. I, you know, he's saying all the things that we've been talking about now for years. And yep. he did the song, which nobody else has done. You know, like I I'll said, tell you which go ahead. sorry. I say I'll tell you what I what's just as impactful as the actual song itself is watching video after video after video of people's reactions to it. It's so authentic. It's so genuine. And again, it's reached every race, every ethnicity, every sexuality, every demographic that they use to divide us with. It's reached and touched those people. And that is just so organic and amazing. Those reaction videos are just as impactful. I'm watching grown men like myself 
come to tears and like, man, this is this is incredible. And that's why they have to stomp it. They have to. But they're not going to be able to. Yeah, because unity is their their biggest fear. If we yep. unite and get behind each other rather than get behind them, it is over. It's really that simple. It's very much simple. Rely on your neighbors. Rely on your fellow man. Count on them. Love them. These people in power don't care about anyone except themselves and their friends. And 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 it's a spiritual battle. This isn't even like a, a Republican and Democrat thing anymore. This nope. is a spiritual battle between good and evil. Oh, 100%. It's absolutely that. And um, yeah, if they lose the divide and conquer agenda, it's over for them. Because theoretically, by the numbers just themselves, they are the ant and we are the boot. There's that famous line from uh, A Bug's Life where the yes. grasshopper saying, if those little ants ever figure out that they outnumber us 100 to 1, our way of life is over. As soon as people figure that out, and then not a shot has to be fired. Not one person has to get hurt. All we have to do is say, you know what? No. And they can do nothing about it. Which is why we need to talk about mass noncompliance. Absolutely. Mass civil disobedience. Like you said, all we have to do is say no. Say no to your mask mandates that are coming. Say no to the next lockdowns especially if they're going to try to run it back with COVID. And if they even have an inkling of trying climate knockdowns, no way. Wild. Yeah. I, I, here's a little, here's a pro tip for all you pro lot counters out there with these in pro mass mandates. And these, you know, who you're talking about, you know, who you are, you COVID idiots, you branch COVID idiots, you COVID cultists. Here's a pro <laughs> tip for you. If these mandates start coming back again, and you want to get internet famous, be the person that doesn't comply and put it on the internet. There you go. You're welcome. That's right. Amen. But seriously, though, like we have so much power as a society, and we need to learn that. We need to relearn that. I think we used to know that back in the day, that we had a lot of power as society. Yeah. And now I think society believes that because we have a world full of followers. Nobody wants to lead anymore. That's right. We, we see that in our own government. We see that yep. right now. Like, look at the Republicans right now. They're followers because they do whatever the Democrats say. You know, my dad has a, a great line that I, I, I don't know if he came up with it or not, but it's absolutely fantastic. He's not a Republican, but he is a very staunch constitutional conservative. He said the Republicans are just happy to ride in the trunk of the Democrat Party. How is that? Where's the lie? Where's, <laughs> Where's the, the lie? lie? You, know, you got a handful of, I commend them. I still don't trust them, right? But I commend them. Those handful of, of Republicans in the Freedom Caucus that stood up and historically de denied the vote for Kevin McCarthy, like, what was it, 15 votes in a row or something? Yeah. Like, that's your, that's your small sliver of hope. You got your Thomas Masses and your Rand Pauls. And look, that, that's that's about it, you know? And so, again, just circling all the way back to if you really want to save your community, if you really want to look out for your kids, for your family, for your. And he's back. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. My phone overheated and just shut down on me. Yeah, I, I lost it for quite quite a bit there. It's all good. Though. Yeah, I had to get in on my other phone and get in on this one. I, my bad, dude. No, it's all good. Too man. long. 
dude, how hot <laughs> is it down there? It's only a few seconds. It was kind of funny, but I was like, oh, where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, it just it, it all of a sudden went black and said, phone will shut down for iPhone needs to cool down before you can use it. Temperature. Oh, wow. uh, how hot is it down there right now? Uh, well, it's 1148 a.m. and it's about 102. <laughs> We yeah, are actually in a cold spell up here in Detroit. It's like 77 degrees today at the best. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's our, been the uh, coldest average, August ever. Honestly, yeah, it's been incredible. Our average uh, temperature index here, like, you know, how it, how hot it feels, has been between 110 and 120 for weeks. Jeez. You know, I have, I have a cousin down there in Quitman, and so he always said, dude, you don't ever get a break. It's like... 85 degrees with 100% humidity as soon as you wake up at 7 in the morning. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely knocking on 90 every morning when I get up. And then when we go to bed, it's it's about 80. Nice. It's, it's smoking hot down here. It's going to cool down sooner than later. Though. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm so sorry. I did, I did not see that coming. Dude, it's all uh, good, man. You know, this is this is the edit that out. This is the community <laughs> life, and that's that. Someday I, you know – I wish I could, you know, have a, a studio like Tim Pool where people can come hang out and do this. But that would be super cool. Until then, you know, we got to do it like this. You know, this is this is the way. That's all right. But you no, know, it's be good because I'm not connected to my earpiece now. No, I can hear you fine. Like, okay, can you hear me, can you hear me now? Good. Oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I don't know where it cut off, but I was saying if we really want to win this thing, it's going to have to be locally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, like you said, the sheriffs, even your local mayors, you know, yep. anything. Get the right people. Get liberty-minded people in your local offices. And that could change everything. It could be a world of difference. You could you could go to your local sheriff and be like, hey, you know, leave peaceful people alone. You could yep. start talking to people about you know, other uh, money exchanges, whether it be, you know, precious metals or, or or crypto or Bitcoin or whatever it may be. You know, I don't know if you're a big Bitcoin guy. I'm recently a believer. Um, I would never put all my chips in on it, but, you know, I would rather have some than get caught with my pants down. I'm, I'm more of a gold silver guy for sure. Yeah, I, I've wanted to get into uh, precious metals too. I mean, I know there's something that Carol talks about a lot of people talk about because it holds intrinsic value, but I don't know. I, I don't have the money for it. And it's just, I've, I've, I've put all of my, I've diversified our, our, uh, our value into food, water and ammo and antibiotics. Well, I mean, those are great things to have too. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, you can't live without food. So food is a great asset right. to have. Um, so is ammo. You know, if you, if you could stock up in ammo, that's another great, you know, tangible to have for trade and barter or just protecting yourself in general but because you don't know what what's to come but you know what we were getting into before you know the freeze up happened was <laughs> it's not compliance yes all we have to do is say no we aren't doing this and if if you know even dude okay so one percent of 330 million people is what 3.3 million people or something like that one percent, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. Spike does a great breakdown of it. He uh, he talks about if he does it by the percentages, like if um, two percent stand up and say no, 
then they're not really going to be able to get away with it. It's like 5% or something like that. You've probably heard this before. Yes. But I think it's like less than 10%. And the government have to completely redirect their entire situation. Yeah. And if you got even 5% of the population, it is over. They have no chance. They have no chance, especially if those 5% show up on DC's doorstep. Yep. And again, they're not going to bomb themselves. Okay. They're not going to bomb themselves. They're not going to do that. So you get 5% of the population to show up on Pennsylvania Avenue and say, no, we are not doing this anymore. It is over. It is over. It's not happening. And it's really that simple. But it's the fact that we need to join forces. And I don't care if you're a progressive or a conservative or a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, Tea Party, whatever it may be. We all know what's happening right now is absolute bullshit. And if we could get even, like you said, 5% of us on DC's doorstep and say, no, we're not doing this anymore. It's over. This stops. It ends right there. They have to cut it out because they can't work without us. We're the ones who work on the farm. Okay. At the end, that sounds very bad. We're the slaves. We are slaves. I don't care what anybody else says. If you're paying taxes, you are a slave. And, And some people will say, well, you know, taxation is a part of, you know, living in a civilized society. Um, Come again? Civilized society what? Because we haven't been civil in a very long time. Yeah, yeah taxes are the price <laughs> and a bunch of money to Ukraine so young men can die. That's this. No, I that, I made that meme a long time ago of the guy, the stapler guy in the office. And I said, my face when somebody tells me that taxes are the price. My face... When somebody with a Ukraine flag in their bio says taxes are the price we pay for a civilized society. Now, we literally pay taxes to uncivilized societies and unalive young men. It's incredible. And to not be free. You own nothing. Like the, the facade of the American dream is to own a piece of land and, 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 and flourish. You don't even own your land. No, because if you don't pay the property taxes that you they pay take all it. for, it, they come and take it. So you don't actually own anything. You know? So that that's what we need to rally behind is that if you really want the American dream, government is not the way for it. Oh, it's the opposite of the way. Yes. Yes. And, 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 you know, I, I hope that everybody from every walk of life, you know, here's this show and what we're talking about, because, you know, people will, will, will label us as extremist or are bad people or whatever. And we're just people who want to be left alone and want our fellow man to be left alone. It's not about, you know, it's not even about owning guns or, or, you know, having this, that, or the other. It's about just wanting to live our lives in peace and be left the hell alone, man. That's crazy. And then we get chastised and label all these crazy things because we're actually looking out for the best for you. Yeah. It's remarkable. These people just don't get it. This is uh, years and decades of government programming from the indoctrination camps. Homeschool your kids. Amen to that. Please homeschool your kids. I'm not even on board with private school anymore. Get your kids out of those schools by any means necessary. I know it's expensive and it's hard to do, but I know many people now that go without certain things so they can give their child a proper education. That's us. It can be done. 
you know, I didn't bring children into this world. It's a lot easier for me to say, but I do know people like you and other folks who do do this and just live without certain amenities that aren't important anyway to make sure their child is getting a proper education and not getting spoon fed a bunch of propaganda about how they can cut off their dick and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I was very glad to see the pushback on that. And there were several, several uh, massive white pills from the COVID tyranny. And I think that was one of them because they forced all these kids to actually, you know, do their um, uh, remote learning. And the parents were actually watching and seeing what they were actually learning. And the pushback came so hard. And then they started literally uh, labeling moms going to their uh, school board meeting, meetings as domestic terrorists. Yes. These people have no shame in trying to intimidate you out of having autonomy over your and your family's life. It's incredible. They sent FBI agents to like school board meetings to arrest yeah. parents. It was crazy. It's literally Gestapo type crap. But hey, nothing to see here. Everything's fine and the economy's great and and we're we're flourishing as a country and you know, uh, hey, every everything's just fine, so they say, right? No, it's uh, not. They keep using they keep using the same play card and it's so obvious and it's so predictable. They've been doing this for a couple of years now. They say, uh, we say, "Oh, look at that. That's happening." And they say, "That's not happening." And then we prove that it is happening and they just go, "Oh yeah, but that's a good thing." Every time Yes. Every time. Like inflation is a good thing. And and so is, you know, everything. It, it's so crazy, you know, that they, they take things and they twist them around. They've even taken words and twisted them around. Look at the yep. word liberal. Look at how they've adopted the term liberal. They're anything but liberal. I quit calling that. Also, you know, are you, yeah, they're, they're authoritarian, fascist, totalitarian. Just awful, awful. And I don't even use the word woke because when you use the word woke, you're given what the actual scourge and cancer of our society is a past, which is progressivism. Call it what it is. It's progressivism. They're not liberals. They're not Democrats, really. They are progressive authoritarians, and they should be called that. All the woke stuff, DEI, ESG, all of that, CBDC, that's all authoritarian, fascistic at a minimum. And everything that these people accuse all of us that just want to be left alone of, they're the ones that are guilty of. Amen. And then before we go, you know, you bring up fascism and, and there was a debate recently with the GOP and there, oh, yeah. there's one there's one candidate um, that really sticks out to me and a lot of others. And, uh, and, and to be quite honest with you, I will say that Vivek is probably the best candidate in the GOP by far. Without a doubt. By far. Without a doubt. It's not even close, okay? But he has some fascist tendencies that are a huge turnoff for me personally. Like, I agree with a lot of what he's saying, and words are only words. Words can be broken, and so can bones, okay? But, right. like, you know, he's saying the right things to the right crowd right now. But he's also fascist in a sense. And one of the things that he's leaning yeah. on is is raising the voting age. He's he's that, a, he's big. a lot of nuance to that. Now, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. But it's not just voting, raising the voting age. It's either you got to take a civics test, pass a civics yeah. test, or you got to do some sort of service, whether it be military or first responder, or you can't vote until you're 25. Um, I've always been of the stern belief that 
if you can go die for their blood money, then you should be able to have a beer. So if we're going to have an age striation when it comes to these legalities, then it should be one age. If you can go fight and die at 18, then you can get cigarettes and buy a beer at 18. If you can't buy a beer until you're 21, well, then you can't go off and fight and die. Then the same thing should be done with voting. I mean, there, there's that's not going to fix anything because people are people will be able to pass a civics test and still vote the way you don't want them to. Right. Well, well, the fact of the matter is, is that what he's doing is is trying to because most of these young people are Gen Z folks or whatever you want to call them are voting yeah. Democrat. So he's trying to avoid that instead of running candidates that these Gen Z folks can believe in. OK, and that's Which what is him. he's that candidate. That's what's so ironic about it. He is that guy. And Vivek is absolutely is. the best GOP candidate since Ron Paul. And I don't think it's a close second. There's a lot. Um, definitely, definitely hard no on using the military to go uh, take out the drug cartels in, in Mexico or on the border, however you want to look at it. A lot of things I disagree with him on. Just like there's a lot of things I disagree with RFK Jr. on. But you know what? RFK Jr. is still the best Democrat uh, candidate since Tulsi Gabbard. And I don't think it's very much arguable. To be quite honest with you, um, I am very much against RFK. Let me put that out there right now. <laughs> I have receipts on how he contradicts himself. I can send oh, them. Yeah, to me too. You. Like I have receipts on how he's full of shit. Okay. But I believe that he is the best democratic candidate in the running. If, if there's even any more outside of Biden. And I will say this, I will probably vote Democrat for my first time in the primaries just because of the fact that I don't want to see Biden get back in there. So I will be voting for RFK in the Democrat primary just for that purpose alone. Yeah, a lot of things I just, I mean, he was very, very out of control when it comes to uh, climate, quote unquote, climate deniers, right? He like wanted people put in jail or, or yeah. hung for treason for, for denying that climate change is an existential threat. I mean, awful, awful, awful stuff, bad on guns. But man, the way he goes after uh, or has been retort uh, in his rhetoric going after uh, big government agencies like the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, and big pharma. It's just hard not to want that guy to succeed, at least in that arena. But the problem is with, with him going after big pharma is, and I do have a receipt on this, a big one, is that he he goes on Joe Rogan, right? And and right. actually, had, that was a fantastic show. And, yeah, and it was. Totally, I watched all the whole thing. And totally bashed big pharma and totally bashed the vaccine industry. But I have a receipt of a video of him saying that he believes in vaccines. His whole family is vaccinated. I have that video in my possession right now. I can send it to anyone. I, I, he's never claimed to be an anti-vaxxer. He's taking vaccines. He just wants vaccines that work and are safe. He wants vaccines to be put through the same trial run and testing for efficacy and, and safety as we do all the other medications. But there's I no vaccines that. that is safe. There's, you know, anybody who's done the research and, and knows better is that vaccines in general are actually very harmful to our health. Not only do they have mercury, but they have aluminum inside yep. of that. These are vaccines that they put into our body. And if anybody knows how the human body works, uh, uh, aluminum and mercury are very bad for your system. Oh, very, very bad. <laughs> I, I, I do a bunch of TikTok videos and most of them are all conspiracy I say do. I mean, I watch. I love TikTok. I love, it's a very entertaining app. Um, but if you go look at the active ingredients on your deodorant, the number one active ingredient for deodorant is like aluminum. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, okay, well, how am I going to keep my armpits from not stinking? You know? We cook on aluminum. Like, people Look put aluminum in your on their grills. Yeah. Like, Look what's in your toothpaste. Yes. Fluoride. It's wild. Everything we have is full of poison and full of chemicals. Everything. And that's why I try to encourage people to do as much as they can organically. But going back to the GOP debates, and I'm shocked that this hasn't made more rounds because I thought it was one of the worst worst optics I've ever seen from a presidential debate or a debate of any sort for that matter. But I don't even remember what the question was. Maybe it was, if you, will you support Trump if uh, he actually gets convicted of these charges or something? I don't know. It doesn't really, the, the question is irrelevant. But Ron DeSantis's reaction as he looks around the stage to see everybody else's reaction, and then he shoots his hand up real quick, one of the worst things I've ever seen. It should absolutely be the death nail of his campaign. And Vivek calls him out on it in real time. Like at one point in the debate, even smiling with a big old cheese on his face. And he looks at DeSantis and he sticks his finger up in the air because he's saying DeSantis is just trying to see which way the wind is blowing. It was beautiful. <laughs> Vivek yeah. is very clever. And actually, uh, very brilliant. I, I, I hope to get him on my show because I would love to pick his brain, even I on stuff it. like, even on stuff that I would disagree with him with, because I want to challenge, I want to yeah. challenge him. I want him to challenge me. And I would like to challenge him on certain beliefs that he has, especially when it goes to going after cartels in Mexico, because yeah. I'm, I'm very much uh, uh, an, uh, an anti-war, you know, type person. And, and I'm very much against getting into new conflicts. But the fact of the matter is you want to go after a cartel. We have, two of the biggest cartels in the world here yeah. in the United States. And that is yeah. the United States government and the federal reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Why so he we did go on those cartels. He did go on uh Clint Russell's Liberty lockdown. I've had a Clint on my show as well. Um, he did go on Clint's show and him and Clint got into it. And there's an easy answer to fix the drug car cartel situation, the fit across the border. It's very easy. They're just not going to do it. Um, that's disincentivized the, the cartels from even existing. If you decriminalize these drugs, then what incentive does that cartel have if it's not money? Because that's what the incentive is. It's money. Right. You're going to shut the, you're going to dry their money supply up because nobody needs them anymore. They don't need to traffic drugs. They're not going to be able to because we've decriminalized them. And you can right. go get your FDA approved cocaine at Walgreens. And uh, Vivek did actually agree with Clint so much so that that's they took that uh, article. Or I'm sorry, they took that episode and they started running hit. The media did hit pieces on Vivek talking about Vivek breaks with the GOP on drug decriminalization. So he is up for at least entertaining that idea. I'd love to pick his brain a little bit more about it. I would too because he 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 is a fascinating dude, and he he is on the right path and has some very libertarian tendencies and but very young. But the yes, which I do love that too. Enough with the dinosaurs for crying out for loud. For real. Seriously, dude. Because the two front runners are 900 years old. We're going to keep doing this. Like, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Boomers, it's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, please, stop. for the love of God, stop letting octogenarians run our country and write laws that my kids might have to follow. No, and, I'm sick of that. And and that's the other thing is that here, here's here's where we're at in, in America and, and as a civilization is that it's up to us right now to fight the tyranny that is brought before us. Because I don't think it's in the younger generations to do it. I just don't. It's either it, it happens now 
or it doesn't happen at all. You get that famous quote from Ronald Reagan, which I'm no fan of. I mean, you're talking about gun bans and no-fault divorce and, and uh, lots of racially charged uh, gun legislation. Not a fan. But he did get this one thing right. Um, freedom is just one generation away. And I think that encapsulates exactly what you just said. Yeah, I mean, we're here. We're here at this point. And the, and the Gen Z people aren't wired to fight this fight. And 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 the and the kids they produce will definitely not be able to fight this fight because they're going to get more of that mindset from them. Yep. It, well, and it, the programming has been coming for decades. This is all by design. It's all psychological operations. And you know, as much as we hate the government and we hate propaganda and, and this brainwashing that has taken place, look, man, you got to give it to them. Hats off. They did a fantastic job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, th their plan is working flawlessly. But yeah. before we go, I want I want to leave people with a white pill, a white pill, a peel. Uh, we got to have a white peel. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's leave people with a white pill because there is a way out of this. Yes. There really is a way out of this, and that's what we said before: is 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 counting on each other, looking at your fellow man, you know, and believing in ourselves and each other instead of them. That is the yep. way. This there's one way out. And all we got to do is say no. Yeah, focus on the local community and mass uh, non-compliance, mass civil disobedience, and share the show. Share the show with your friends because still the most uh, the number one avenue for success for podcasts and to get this information out there is word of mouth. So share the show with your friends. Go follow uh, Buds in Reality on on uh, Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five star review. Do all of that because this stuff is so important and it's so difficult to be successful in this arena. We can't do it without y'all's help. So please help. And do the same thing for my man Cajun because you know you're doing great things and you're part of the reason that I do this. You know, so like please, you know, get on get on his show, the Cajun Libertarian. I'm or off the wire. You've changed your name. You know, it's well, everything's yeah, everything is still the Cajun Libertarian, but the show is called Off the Wire. Because I felt like I was hitting a ceiling with the name, the Cajun Libertarian. That's why I put my real name on Twitter and I renamed the show to Off the Wire because I, I wanted, I don't want people to be shut off by the Libertarian part of it because it's really just a show about common sense, right? And and we have to and and like and and we have to please like share and subscribe to all of our stuff because please. we are the people who are going to tell you the way it is. We are not going to sugarcoat yep. stuff. We are going to tell you. X, Y, and Z because of X, Y, and Z. It's yep. not going to be, you know, we aren't, we aren't getting government subsidies. So we are right. going to tell you the best way possible without anybody in our ears saying, you have to say it like this. We're telling you like it is. You and know? we do it because we care. We honestly freaking care. Yes. You know, I don't, I say this all the time. I don't do this for me. I know what is to come. I know what's happening. I'm a God fearing man. I read the Bible. You know, I know, I know oh my God, Christianity, watch out folks. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you want to read the most base book you have ever read in your entire life, read the Bible, honestly. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. and, and that's going to have all your answers. It will have that. I yep. and, and I don't do that a lot to like, you know, and I don't want to force my beliefs on anybody, but if somebody wanted right. to have a conversation about it, please get my DMs on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it may be on Instagram. I'd be glad to have the conversation with you. Yep. Same here. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, but I'm not going to force it on you. I'm going to lead by example. And um, I'm going to show you why, uh, why it is that you're intrigued in talking to me or my fellow man or whatever. And I'm going to show you it's because of Jesus, but I'm not going to force it on you.
No, no. And that's enforcing anything on anybody is the, the wrong way to do it. But if you could plant right. a seed, there's so much power in planting a seed. Yep. There's so much power in planting a seed. So, 100%. And, th and that's what we're here to do. Um, Noel, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, absolutely, brother. Hurry up, give your give your socials and stuff. That way, people can get a hold of you. Even though I'm sure most of the people that listen already know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now, thank you for having me, man. It's always such a great time. I'll get you on mine sooner than later. Um, my main platform is Twitter. Even though uh, Facebook, I have the most followers. They they just gut me. I hate Meta so much. But uh, it's the Cajun Liberty One. So instead of Liberty, just replace the Y with a one. Or you can just look me up as Noel. N-O-E-L-O-L-I-N-D-E, -E, the Cajun Libert one. Everywhere else is the Cajun Libertarian. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you can get your podcast. YouTube is growing, so please share, like, and subscribe over there. And if you're on the podcast version of things, Spotify, etc., please leave me a five-star review and a comment. And you can also leave me an anchor call, and then I'll play live on the air and respond to you. Love your anchor call-ins, but please follow me Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just follow me everywhere, please, and get in touch with me. And same thing here. Please follow me as well. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to grow this thing. My show is growing immensely into something that is way beyond what I already thought it would. So it's kind of wild, you know, and it's partly because of you, man. So I really appreciate, you know, what you've done for my show and pushing me. Absolutely. You gave me, you gave me some really solid advice one time and I ran with it and that was to shoot my shot. And I have shot my shot. And that's how I've gotten people like Spike and Scott Horton on and, and, and Michael White. And, you know, I've had some of in Carol Roth and some, you know, I've had some of the same people you've had on your show. And, yeah. you, know, you know, and shoot your shot, fellow podcasters, shoot your shot too, man. Let's blow really? this up for real. The message of liberty must get out. I love you guys. Peace, love, and liberty. Be good, y'all.